Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. This is episode 15. Today's date is 9-27-2020. Today we have Three's Company. I don't know the intro music. We have Kenny and Brent with us today. Carrie's busy doing RV setup, he said, which is fine. And the other person we were trying to get on was busy, so... We'll have to do that at a later time. Awesome. I feel like doing super edits. Uh, we'll see. Far as my work week and my life, my foot's better. So I'm happy I'm not limping like a... Like a girl? Like pirate. a one-legged pirate. <laughs> not like a girl. A one-legged pirate. <laughs> not like a girl. But yeah, it's all good, so... I need to start working out again because I'm still not healthy person is me. But besides that, work has been good. We had a guy at work get fired this week for sleeping, get caught by security or some person monitoring stuff. So that sucked because he was a pretty decent person. Helped out a lot. It's gonna He's going to be missed. It's going to take a long time to get another person up to speed, so. That it sucks. happens. Yeah. I mean, just one time he was sleeping or did it? Was uh, it a... I think he had a habit. I think that's the reason. Yeah. Why it just yeah. Wasn't like just a one time incident thing. I think it was a reoccurring after lunch type deal or something. Who knows? I don't know a hundred percent. I didn't hear it verbally from him, but from others, it wasn't, it was a common thing, but yeah, it is what it is. Opportunity to get a new person in maybe though grow and be better but sucks any time that you replace somebody and you have to go through the whole training process again it just sucks yeah especially when it's somebody that's a decent worker had a decent work ethic wasn't horrible so yeah gotta push through try to find a reason to look at the positive at least it wasn't me they haven't caught me yet so (laughs) ha 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 Nah, I don't sleep too often now. I used to back in the day. I had a, I had a per, some pretty pretty good nighttime naps, I would say. But nowadays, I don't really do that as much. It's just busy, way too busy to be able to think about trying to go to sleep. Brent, how have you been? Uh, about the same. Just keep going through through the weeks. We have about two more weeks left of this, and then. We have a vacation, a week off for fall break, and then we're going to come back and do that hybrid. So I'm ready. That's good. It sounds like it's going good for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty smooth now, of course, now that we're almost done with (laughs) virtual. You get in the groove, and now we're going to change it again. So we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, not too bad, really. Yeah. Kenny, you haven't fired anybody this week, have you? I have not fired a person this week. That's a good thing. I tried to fire myself a couple of times, but that has not worked yet. (laughs) Yeah, that takes time. Not everybody's good at quitting. No, well, I haven't quit in almost 27 years, so I'm not very good at it either. (laughs) There's a couple of times that I wished I was better at it. Yeah. But... Is what it is. 
it is. It was a good week. Busy. Uh, leading up to end of month, of course, where all the owners go bill, bill, bill. Isn't that a YouTube channel? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's supposed to, the YouTube channel would be Bill and Ann. I don't know. It's a good question. Is there a YouTube channel named Bill, Bill, Bill? I'm sure there is. If not, we'll let you make it and can have your own YouTube channel. There is. It's called Bills, Bills, Bills. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It sounds like my life. But no, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you've been doing okay. Carrie's out doing, I guess, his new fifth wheel. He got it drugged down to Louisiana, so he's yeah. That, that he, he's got a problem. I mean, if he's going to put personal crap over podcast stuff, <laughs> you know, the man's got a serious issue. I know he needs to be fired. I have to write him up. <laughs> yep. I'll put him on leave of absence. <laughs> Give him a good spanking. Oh, I'm sure he'll like that, Richard. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, I guess we'll get into weeks since Kenny's trying to throw me off course already. Um, <laughs> did some flying today. I flew a lot of helicopters today. I flew every hel helicopter I own, which is good. It was the Oxy, the 380 with the custom canopy and custom canopy mounts for the cheaper version. I love that canopy. I'm so happy you guys found that for us. Uh, and I well, that was uh, Bob's find. Mm. Or y'all both kind of did the hunt for it. So, but yeah, got to fly the KDS 7.2 with the new Tel Servo. It flew great, no issues. Flew the Logo 550, did a maiden on it, got three and a half flights on it, and I flew the. Gowie X7 FZ one time. It flew awesome. Zero issues with any of the helis. I was flying the Logo 550 this afternoon, and when I was flying it, I was doing a bunch of pirouetting maneuvers, and I kept looking at the helicopter while I'm flying it, thinking, man, battery looks like it's sticking out a little far. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have a canopy for this model, because it didn't have one that came with it. and. Uh -huh. All of a sudden, yeah, the battery was sticking out pretty far and unplugged the Ooh. whole system. <laughs> oh, sucks. no. So I did get it. I kind of felt like I had control, but I don't think I had control. Uh, it came down, broke the blades, broke one of the skids, the booms bent. I'll have to check the feather shaft and main shaft, but not too bad. Um, frames, frames are all good. Battery's good. So just... Uh, Maybe a main shaft boom and a skid, and the blades. But that sucks. How many flights was on that? Three and a half. <laughs> and today was the maiden. Correct. It flew really good. I I don't I, I'm not upset that it that it crashed. The way it crashed, it kind of sucks. But none of the servos, all the, all the links are there, so it's just going to be a straight boom and belt and redo the setup on the head and double check everything. You know, I think you should sell that and get you a Soxos. I'm not selling it. I, just I agree. spent the last three months putting it together, <laughs> piecing it together, clawing at it. I've almost sold it three times. 
How much money have you got in that? Uh, enough. That's personal. <laughs> well, I'm a personal kind of guy. Uh, probably have 275 in it. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, it's not horrible. But it flies really well. I was happy with the way it flew. Just kind of sucks that it crashed. Dropped a shin and turn her on it. Let the battery slide out. Hmm. At least it didn't eject. But it slid out enough to where it unplugged the AMOS 150s. Or at least when I crashed, when I walked up to it, the AMOS 150s were unplugged and the battery was half slid out. So, Man, I don't even know how that's possible. Some of those AMOS connectors are pretty tight. Uh, mine aren't super tight. I mean... I could see, I mean, I was doing nothing but pyro flips and pyro, pirouetting maneuver stuff. Um, but it, it, it did go into to the grass pretty far ways out. So it wasn't right on the concrete or anything like that. I did get to try um, some Azura 380 blades and some first RC 380 blades. And I did get to fly one of Kenny's helis with the first 710 blades on it. We'll go over a little bit more later, but... Um, definitely impressive. I like the way the blades flew a lot, but we'll go over a little bit more after main topic, main topic V2, I guess we'll call it. Other than that, that's about, I got a bunch of stuff to work on now. I picked up uh, that scale heli from our buddy, from one of my buddies to work on low 450. I've got some 470L stuff I need to work on. Um, I've got a DJI spark. I need to swap the camera lens on. It's just, it's kind of getting out of control. I've got a lot of stuff Never to work ending. on. <laughs> and a logo to work on. So Yay. I, so you'll have everything back up and running this next weekend, right? Yeah, as soon as you drop the parts off at my house. <laughs> <laughs> you still driving that brown truck? Uh, negative. <laughs> <laughs> negative Ghost Rider. But that's all I have. As far as weeks podcast edit pretty much took all of a week and a half of my time away from episode 14 but it looks like it has a lot of downloads i was surprised we quickly got up to about 140 150 downloads yeah i've already listened to it a few times no, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why <laughs> uh, let me see where it's i at. wonder how it does that does it count more than one or is it just one at a time it's kind of weird um Freefall had talked about it one time and they even said that you can't really look at the numbers. You can't nitpick at the numbers. Like right now it's at 145. But they're just numbers. They don't know if it's, let's say you play it on your phone, but you stream it on your phone. You don't download it to your phone. Does that count as a download or does that count as a play? Or I have no idea. I just know I kind of watch the numbers just to see week by week to see how many people we have watching and that's watching listening so at 145 that's how many downloads been on this one right now right yeah and compared to previous episodes is that up so the one before it episode 13 is at 90 12 is at 152 11's at 148 so they're about 150 I think um, chapter 10's at 170, 164. So we haven't broke a 200 
download, if you want to call it yet. But I think it's doing fine. Yep. If you haven't listened to it yet, go download episode 14. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of time was a good one. put into it. <laughs> it was a good one, yeah. Danny was good character. Yes. Good person to have on. Yes, he is. Just got to take a little bit of a break before I have him back on. <laughs> uh, he's not hey, man, he keeps it going. Yeah, he definitely runs runs rampant. It was good. Good to have him on. And Brent, what have you been doing flying-wise since I'm um, going to step out of the box? Let's see. So everybody was test flying, I guess it looked like on our notes. So I just put I went flying slash testing. No, but I just went out today and tested the first blade. So, you know, uh, when we go through the main topics, I'll talk more about that. Really starting to enjoy the Strike 7 a lot more to the point where I may actually buy another one. Kicking around the idea of having two of the same heli. I've had it before, but I've not had both of them flying at the same time. So thinking about it, one thing probably in the next couple months, I'll decide if I'm going to do that or not. I'd like to try out a three digi after after listening to the show again uh, last last show. I'd like to try one out just to see what it's like, and it's not too bad, you know, price wise. So I might pick one of those up one of these days, and then then about the X four two Richard, I totally forgot about it. Like I totally got into work and everything else. So if you that's no big deal, yeah. If you still want it, let me know. If you don't, that's okay too. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I have a. I bought some stuff, so yeah, I'll break it down. It I'll I'll get it broken down here, and I used to have a bunch of money in my PayPal. I had like nine hundred dollars because I sold all the A seven stuff and A five stuff. But last week I was a little broke, so I transferred it all out of my. PayPal. <laughs> it goes like, fast, that's for sure. I was like, yeah, we need to put this back in a checking account. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, just um, today felt good getting out to the field again. One of the guys, uh, an older gentleman, had a jet, turbine jet, and went down somewhere in the desert. Ooh. So luckily they found it, but it was totally destroyed. But luckily, even more luck- luckily, it didn't start a fire. So Because we haven't had, I don't know about you guys, but we haven't had much rain at all lately. So that was our biggest worry when we saw it go down. Because it was far, quite a, quite a bit of ways out, a couple miles away from the field. Wow. So yeah, yeah, and luckily it didn't hit a house or anything like that. It was just in the desert because our field is most of what's around our field is just desert. It's not been built up yet, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, I was it was lucky for sure. Getting pictures? <laughs> no, well they yeah they had some. I don't know if you guys are part of the the sad group on Facebook, but the guy who runs that um, it's a group that's on Facebook. Um, it's goes with the AMA sad thing mm. that they have. And uh, the guy who runs this Facebook group is the president of our, of our club. So he put up some pictures of the aftermath, but yeah, it was just, it was destroyed totally. Oh, it sucks. It was the maiden too. So a maiden <laughs> jet turbine. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So that I'm just sure- sounds expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like, I didn't even see it go in. It, by the time I turned around, they're like, Oh, it's going in. I turn around and I couldn't even see where it went. I was just waiting for the smoke, 
you know, to start because I figured a turbine would, know. you know, but luckily, thank goodness it didn't start a fire. Our club would be in big trouble. So, <laughs> but yeah, having fun with the, the Strike 7, really enjoying it. Still working out some tail issues on it. I put the new, I put the first tail blades on it. And I think I need to play around with my tail settings a little bit to get it a little bit more locked in, but it's pretty good the way it is right now. So other than that, nothing else new. Okay. That's not too bad. No. Awesome. That would be your turn now, Kenny. <laughs> Awkward silence. Hey, I am, I'm, I'm clicking away on adding things to my cart. Um, oh, you're shopping while you're supposed to be podcasting. I am shopping right now. At least buy me something. <laughs> There's a couple things I need. Uh, let's see. Went flying last weekend. Not not a not very long, but went flying last weekend. Went flying again today. Today was quite a bit more mm, busy than than previously previous weekend flying yeah we had a lot of people out there we had nine people out there today nine helicopter pilots nine oh, helicopter wow. pilots out there today i wish <laughs> i was it was impressive it really was it was good to have the group together it it has been a long time since any of us has flown together i mean a few of us here and there but you know it was good to have the group together today you know i don't really have a whole lot of new things per se just as richard i got to fly and and brent uh, i flew some first product blades trying those out and we'll talk about that in a minute overall the you know the flying day was very satisfying it's a lot warmer today than it has been and it wasn't hot though but are you guys still in the 90s or? Oh, yeah, we were in the 90s yeah. today. Yeah, we're still in the hundreds right now. I just can't wait for it to cool down. There was probably, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people at the field still when I left. Me and a friend, we went and ate lunch, a quick bite, and then I came home. And as soon as I got to the house, I had to go outside and mow the grass. Really? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't miss Man, those it, days. <laughs> it was hot. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I don't miss those days. I just have rock. So I don't yeah. miss mowing grass when I was a kid back in Michigan. So <laughs> I mowed the grass yesterday in the backyard and got the front yard done this, this evening or afternoon late. And when I was done, I was drenched. Uh, it was hot. And it's not, you know, 105 degree hot, but it's still hot. Uh, still hot, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's still pretty warm, but I got it done. That's good. I have a uh, model on the bench I'm putting together right now. It's an XL Power Spectre, the basic kit. And I've and I've had this model for quite some time now. It's been new in box. I didn't open it up until just here recently. 
I did make a purchase. I bought some MKS 960s and a uh, 990 servos for this one. Nice. That was a little pricey. Uh, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> hey, Kenny, have you looked into the upgrade for the tail yet? I haven't. I've had my model long enough that the tail upgrade came afterwards. Yeah, my buddy, who just he just got one not too long ago. He just installed the tail upgrade. He said it's a pretty good improvement. So, Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I need to do that. It was mentioned today again. Uh, I haven't done anything. In fact, I haven't even got to the tail yet. I'm still building the airframe itself. And we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know what this model is going to fly like. I know that there's a lot of them out there. And, you know, it's good experience, of course. I have not built a model in quite some time. Earlier this year, I probably put, I don't know, seven or eight of them together. It's been a few months now since I've put a model together. And so dragging your feet. I've got, I have been dragging my feet. I've got the XL power. I've got a, uh, 380. I've got an Oxy 3. There's another one I'm not thinking of. All new in box? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, they're all new in box. Well, earlier this year, I built the 996, a 516, and E5, stretched it to a 600 to make it a night machine. And a lot of Synergy builds. There was a lot of Synergy builds and an N5C that I still haven't maidened. Oh, really? Well, it's one of those things where if something happens and I can't get parts for it, then I just sit there and look at it, and I don't know that I want to do that. Mm, I understand. So, Well, the N5C has been out for a long time, so there's it, probably... It, it has, but there's still parts that are shared, links and oh, yeah, that's true. whatnot. That, that you can't get right now. It's unfortunate. And just you know, put I'd... your big boy pants on and start flying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All <laughs> oh, this whining. You, you keep on hobbling around like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw you looking at me. Looking forward to doing this mating. It'll be a good comparison to the the Soxos because the Soxos is also belt drive. Mm -hmm. So it is. It, it'll be a good comparison. The you know when comparing the two builds, the Soxos was real easy to build. It was very straightforward to build. It went together quickly. Very impressed with their overall build process of the Soxo Strike 7. The manual for the Soxos is 10 times better than the XL Power. Yeah, that's what I've heard. The XL Power manual is leaves something to be desired for sure. Uh, you got to be careful. It's with XL Power, whenever you're looking at the manual and you're reading the instructions and you start looking for parts kind of when when you start looking at page to page to page you kind of glass over some of the points as this is only in the basic kit or this is in the 
upgraded kit or whatever it says and um, you're looking for something that's not even there yeah oh man <laughs> anyway i fell into that I, and now i know and it's you know it's of course it's online it's a download i think i, I thought there were some people that had updated that manual from the original i, I don't know if it was where it's at but i, I know they had did some some updating of the Excel Power 700 manual. And that, that may very well be. When you look at the manual itself, everything is clear. It's not like it's difficult to read or, you know, it's not all the parts or the, the pictures are not all jumbled together. You do have to kind of pay attention to when they're pointing at specific areas, uh, the little dotted lines that go there. Yeah, I never like that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You have to, I, I don't. I, I don't like that. Yeah, because you have to really be careful about making sure you track that dotted line to which hole it's supposed to go through, and yeah. And so you know, if you just if you step back and you look at it, it it'll it, it kind of makes sense after a moment. But anyway, I'm I'm not real fast when I put models together from scratch, uh, nor do I want to be. It, it's uh, one of those things where. And I hope my friend does not mind me using this analogy of building a parachute. You know, it's, you want to make sure that at the end of the day that it's done correctly, uh, you know, that it's not going to fall out of the sky, kind of like building a parachute. That was his analogy. And it makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. And so... You know, I'm taking my time on the on the XL Power, and and we'll see how it flies at at the end of the day. In that model, I'm going to put Hobby Wing 200, a uh, X Nova motor, probably a 40, 45, 25, 500 kV motor is my guess. Maybe a 520. I think I have a 520 as well. Anyway, I'm going to put that in there. I'm going to put these MKS servos in there. I'm going to put uh, an Axon on it. Um, it should fly good. Yeah, yeah, it should. Yeah, my buddy likes this a lot. He he loves it. He raves about it. So. Yeah, there, there's a couple of things on the model that I didn't like, just nitpicking it out. But for the most part, the model looks good, flies good. Well, it, we'll, we'll see because Richard had one, and, and at the end of the day, whenever – if I can land mine and it doesn't shake itself to a point of where uh, something breaks. Yeah, I've had some issues. I don't know if it was my setup or my build or what I did, but mine had issues. But after I sold it, it no longer had issues. Well, I sold it to a buddy of mine. He put all his stuff in it and he's been flying it. So. Oh, okay. I see. One of the things that uh, I did get to do today is let Richard fly a strike seven. Ooh, there we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It Converting flew. him. <laughs> it flew good. And, and he flew it with two different blades. The first set of blades that he used was a set of rotor tech blades. No, 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 no. Spin. Yes. Mm -hmm. Spin blades, the 685 spin blades. And then the second time he flew it today was with the set of first RC, 710 blades. Nice. 
and uh, and both times, of course, it's with an axon and a jetty radio. Of course, jetty radios he's used to. And flew, flew great. I've found no issues with that model. There's nothing mm -hmm. I would say that I didn't like about it. Besides, it so, wasn't mine. <laughs> so have you pre-ordered? Not pre-ordered. I think they have those in stock. No, by the way, I've not ordered. <laughs> huh? I have not ordered a new helicopter. You should. That's great. I'm really glad you're happy about yeah. that. <laughs> Who cares that you just said you have too much on your on your yeah. plate right now? I build another 700. Yeah, just throw it throw it on top <laughs> of their plate. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna have to hold off a little bit on the. Uh, Buying 700s for a while, at least until next year. Next year? Yeah, that would be the year after this one. <laughs> no, man, that's too long. See, they have two in stock right now. I know. I'm hoping they don't sell out before I <laughs> can get the money for another one. <laughs> that's when you just put it on, on plastic. It's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to help. <laughs> I don't know if that's trying to help. <laughs> at any way, at any rate, it was a nice blind heli. I would not, I would not venture to say it was an amazing flying helicopter, the best ever. Okay, I don't think my flight was quite amazing. <laughs> I did fly it a little aggressively. At one point, I asked Kenny if he's sure, if he's sure he wanted to, to fly it again. <laughs> well, on his second go-around, I swear to you, he forgot that the model belonged to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I normally don't get nervous flying other people's helis when I'm flying Kenny's heli. And he didn't today. I really don't be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> his setup's really close to what mine is. The tail's a little bit quicker, but the cyclic feels such as spot on compared to going back and forth between the two helis. I liked it. I don't think there was anything. I, I, I liked how the, the canopy mounts on the back. That was the first time seeing how the canopy pinned and had a magnet mount to it. Now, Kenny, do you have something extra back there? Because I know in the manual it said put tape on it or something. I, I know. I I don't, I did not do that. Okay. So, I haven't either, but I just wanted to see if you had added something to the back. There's been comments about it, about putting tape between the two just to fasten it or to help mm -hmm. keep it together. Yeah. But it seems like it's got an awful lot of magnet back there. Yeah. I, that's what I thought too. And for what I do, I don't really do smack or anything like that. So I don't think it's going to go flying off with what I do. I didn't knock it off, so I think it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I'm good then. <laughs> yeah, he was doing a pirouetting flip like 20 feet off of the ground. Oh, whoa. Yeah, I was, was getting a little... Were you sweating there, Kenny? No, not once, actually. I think it once or twice. No? He kind of... <laughs> sure. Reaching for the now, transmitter. Actually, actually, when he was flying, I said, Richard, I think you've got that locked in. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's getting out of it now. Sometimes trying to figure out a way to get out of the pearl flip to where it looks correct. Hmm. That's the biggest thing right now that I've kind of finding is how to get it to pirouette and be able to drive out of it 
like you mentioned. It, it was interesting when the first time he flew it, not ever flying it before, the very first thing he did is start doing these pitch pumps and holding the tail full deflection and just driving that model up and down. And all he said was, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it had a little bit of a hiccup on the right pirouette pitch pumping, which is normal for a model to, to kind of not stall, but kind of has a different pirouette rate. But for the most part, it good. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, that was my flying weekend. Do you want to go over this Futaba stuff? Yeah, I can. Okay. Anybody that is that knows me knows that I've had a love-hate relationship with Futaba for a long time. And the love-hate relationship, some people may say, just may, may just be stupid. But one of the things that, that I really think that it needed was model match. There's different radios out there that have that, that and it works very well. But Fataba has has not been like that for many years. And until the 32MZ, the 32MZ opened that door to model match. Well, people started asking questions on whether or not the 16 or the 18 was going to have model match or any other radio prior to that point. And I don't know about prior radios to that point. But that being said, I just found out yesterday from uh, I was talking to Shannon Turner, and uh, he told me that it had model match. And I said, seriously? No, no, it doesn't. And he said, yes, it's through a firmware update. And I was talking to a friend of mine out of Houston this afternoon. He confirmed also that it had model match. And so I just think that's going in the right direction. And I just wanted to bring that up. Of course, the idea is, is that... Futaba makes it to the 20th century <laughs> yes Fataba makes it to the 20th century and Fataba makes a good product there's no doubt in my mind about it you know going back as far as I can remember there was there was JR and there was Fataba that was the the two main transmitters Airtronics was out there but you just didn't see them as often but everybody knew who Fataba and JR was and I flew JR for many years and I looked at Fataba, the, what was that, 9Z, is that right? It's like everything was Greek in that radio. And Fataba's logic has always been a little bit different. However, people have always said that if you ever went Fataba, that you, and, and you learn the infrastructure of it, that you would like it, the way it works, the way it operates, and... And they are correct on that. The Fataba radios are, are fantastic products. Uh, the model match takes it that leaps and bounds forwards. And, then, and that's just my opinion. I started up a model by accident. And, and I didn't even realize what I, had, what I had done. But I was on the wrong model. And I started up a 700 size model. And, and I just pushed through all the warnings on the screens. And next thing I know, this thing is powered up. 
And anyway, it just I decided I wasn't going to do that until Futaba came out with model, model Match. Now, they don't call it Model Match. They call it Model ID. But it is available through a firmware update now. Uh, the only thing you have to do is rebind your receivers to the radio. And uh, I haven't even done that myself. But my intent is to go out there and I still have my 18M's SZ. And I'm going to pull that back out and I'm going to get it updated and I'm going to try it out. Nice. I'm really intrigued on that. Uh, the other thing that Fatala has announced, I, this was yesterday, day before, is they have a new radio coming out. It's called the 16IZ. So current production right now is a 16SC, 18SC, and the 32MZ. The new radio that was just announced is a 16IZ. And it sort of looks like a 32MZ, like from the on the 32MZ, it's got a top and bottom display. And this one here is just going to be a bottom display. But it sort of looks the same. I don't know how you're finding pictures of this. <laughs> I'll put a link on there, uh, on the on our show notes. And then oh, is it like that. a black radio? No. No, it's uh, silver. No, that's the SC I'm looking at. Yeah, I don't know where you're finding this secret sauce. <laughs> But they have something in there called the data editor. And so the speculation is right now is that's integration for the CGY760R. And, you know, integration, some people like it, some people don't. Uh, Who doesn't like it? Is it going to be around what the 16SC is price-wise? Because the 16SC is about 800 bucks. I don't know. I don't know. I have not seen a price on it yet. I have to get another mortgage on my house. <laughs> yeah, the only way that you're going to take advantage of something like that is you have to have a CGY-760R. And the CGY-760R is a really, really, really good flight control unit. Uh, it's not cheap. By any stretch of the imagination, it is not cheap. I'm out. But once you get the initial purchase, which comes with the, uh, and the same, that's the other thing is I don't know if you're going to have to have the program module or not. Uh, if this is all coming together, like what it looks like. So when you buy the, the gyro, the 760R gyro right now, you have to buy also the programmer. Now, once you buy the programmer, all you have to do is buy the gyro from that point forward. And so we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens as more information comes out. But they got some nice looking radios. They do. They do have some nice looking radios. That 6L looks right up my price, price point. <laughs> um, but no, they definitely, their high end radios look nice. Yeah, I've, I've watched. Nick Maxwell for many, many years. And uh, I don't know if you guys heard the show recently where he was, that he was on. Yeah. I'm hoping that I win the set of blades. Yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, Nick talked about the Fataba stuff and, 
uh, some of the process that they do and and that was a really interesting conversation that they had of course nick works for fataba um, but i know he believes in that product uh, he knows that product in and out i have a lot of friends that still fly that and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing what the new system has available because i personally like integration i like being able to ad adjust parameters through my radio without pulling out a computer and I was absolutely spoiled with the V control stuff on that. So you still have your V control. I, it's tucked away <laughs> <laughs> right next to that Curtis book. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that too. Oh, that's funny. So anyway, that's the Fataba news uh, of the day. I don't. I was thinking about that. We can't really call that news and announcements because that's free fall. But that yeah. is definitely news, and yeah. it's it's pretty fresh. It's news, news, news. On to the main topic. I kind of went over this before. Kenny said I went over it before, but I'm going to put a little bit of different spin on it this time. We went over before what you look at when you fly your helicopter as far as orientation type stuff, but did a little bit of a different spin on it. Just want to go over what we or us as a community look at when other people fly. Like when you go to a helicopter event, whether it's night fly or people flying throughout the day, what do you like to watch? What do you watch when you fly, watch other people fly? Do you nitpick their helicopter? Do you like to see certain flying styles, so forth and so on. And I'm not going first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first, I guess. So when I'm at an event, I just, I like to watch all kinds of different people fly just because everyone flies, you know, differently. I like to see some different maneuvers, like new maneuvers that maybe I haven't seen before. And I'm more of a, like, intermediate 3D that's like what I like is just like not the smack 3D, but kind of, you know, the intermediate 3D. When I watch it, I just kind of look to see the the types of maneuvers they're doing. And um, I like to watch crashes happen sometimes. So yeah, everybody <laughs> likes a good crash. <laughs> so that's well, another reason I watch just in case, you know, just in case something goes in. Especially if there's an auto rotation contest or something. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really watch their heli, you know, specifically just to nitpick anything, just because, you know, I want to really know what to look for. And I just like watching, you know, other people fly. I just, you know, it kind of motivates me to push myself out of my boundaries when I'm seeing other people fly like that. So, that really helps, especially when it's at an event. Yeah, the the biggest reason we came up for I came up with this topic was we were going to go to an event, and Kenny was like, oh, let's just go to this field, you know, and I'm like, man, it's been so long since I got to watch other people fly. And I mean, I've your normal group of five or six people, you've watched them fly, you know their flying style, so mm -hmm. forth and so on. But when you go to an event, you get to see people's flying style you've never seen before and i just find that enjoyable yeah and it really motivates you i always find myself when i go to a fun fly 
I get really motivated to push myself because you're seeing all these different flying styles like, oh, I want to try that or, oh, I could probably do that, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, something looks easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to watch. I'm not really. I don't like to watch the Smack 3D quite as much as I like to watch um, some big air Mobius transitional flying is what I'd like to watch when I see somebody that can transition a maneuver into something else and then a nice flowy set of maneuvers. I I like the spec in the middle of it, but I like to find somebody that can do both or all three styles within one flight is what I like to watch. Yeah. I, I do nitpick a helicopter part a little bit. I'll watch the tail during TikToks or maneuvers and see kind of how good they have the tail tuned. Um, tail tuning is always something that's really difficult to get perfect. And I like to find people that kind of have tuned out that last 10% and then try to pick, pick their brain on it after they land and see what exactly they did to, to get that going. But that's kind of what I like to watch. I like to watch new people. Like if there's a person that comes out and they've only hovered a couple times, I like to watch them hover and do their stuff and then see how nervous they are when they come back in. They're like, Oh, I was so nervous. You know, you talk to them and like, no, you did a really good job. And they're like, Oh no. But mm -hmm. just try to pick, pick people up that are doing. It's like the new guy that was out at the field last weekend. Um, what we call what was him his name? Florian. Florian. That's right. That's uh, his last name. Just like the batteries. I, I don't know. I, how I, I told him the same thing. <laughs> I said, and, I, there's a battery name that yeah yeah he asked they are they good batteries and i was like no nah, they're kind of cheap he kind of he put his head down and walked off i'm <laughs> sorry now i met him last weekend i had never known him bob had already previously met him once before anyway he brought out this brand new t-rex 700 and and i mean it's just screaming dollars he got the biggest kit that they had, V-Control Touch. He got a Neo. He's not playing around. <laughs> he, he, Yeah, he spent a lot of money on this model. I guess. So we looked it over. We talked about a couple of things. He was having some problems with ESC and getting it set up on his radio. And anyway, he got everything done. And I said, do you need some help? checking that model out first go around on the first flight and he said no i got it okay <laughs> i've never seen this guy flying he's got this animal that's out there on the ground spinning up he stops and he looks over at us and he shakes his hand so you can tell he's nervous so when we walked over there with him we didn't walk over there next to him we we stayed way back behind the pit because we just didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And he picked the model up and he hovered with hovered it. And, and so we're sitting there talking. And then all of a sudden I heard a flip. And I looked over there and I'm thinking, is this thing fixing to go in? And no, wasn't fixing to go in. And then I saw him do a routine. And it's this little short field that's off to our right of the main runway. And we can fly over there, but... Yeah, you know, we try not. To, we we keep. We try to keep the 3D flying to a minimum over there. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. very tight. Really a hover area. 
then he went out to the main flight line and he flew a flight and was actually pretty impressed. And then today he came back out and this time now he has a generator. And so, so he's really investing in the whole flying thing. And this guy, he, he dropped out of flying for, what did he say? Five years? I don't know. It was something like that. Yeah. But he had flew before that quite a bit. Mm. And then today, Richard and I are standing there watching him fly and our jaws drop. (laughs) He had a good routine. He's, you can tell he's a little rusty, but he had a good routine. He knew his orientations. He put together one hell of a flight and that was awesome. Nice. He was doing vertical squares, not vertical squares, but like circle squares Uh in front of himself, just up, over, down, front, back, over, down. Doing transition figure eight stuff, almost Mobius stuff, super smooth, full control. Yeah. I mean, he he went out there and spanked us. No, but that's awesome. It's, I mean, it really is. It's awesome to see that kind of talent. Uh, somebody who's put it down for a few years and come back and gets it, puts it back together. And, and he's just going to improve. Yeah. 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 He's going to improve really fast. Yeah. He's going to improve fast. And he is going to be a, a headliner, if you will, in the Austin area. Yeah. If he keeps with it. If he keeps with it. And I hope he does. He said he was building a shape S8 at home also just to have Jeez. a See, that just floors me because that model's not even around anymore. No. Yeah, I don't even know where he pick, picked it up at or where he got it. I didn't ask him. But he was a really nice guy. He a he little is. bit quiet, but you know, he just came to the field. He was floored. There were so many people, you know, so many helicopter pilots there. So whenever I'm looking at people flying that's the part that I enjoy watching somebody who's, I mean, I watch, I like watching headliners and just like the next guy uh, as, as the whole stick banging and with all respect to whoever it is that's doing that, it's not, uh, you know, separating them out at all. But, you know, some of that stuff happens so fast. I, I lose the model and to some degree the appreciation, but there is a level of difficulty that I will never achieve that individual could. I enjoy watching the stick bang smack type stuff because I can still follow it, but it's, it's when they can piece stuff together that I really start getting impressed with. Yes. When you get your Nick, Nick Maxwell's, your Matt Botus's, uh, those guys, and they can, you know, stitch all this stuff together as they start flying. That's just impressive, impressive as can be. Now you take uh, Con Panoy, and that that young man can stick. He he can stick bang. I mean. Like. No tomorrow. Yeah. It's impressive. Especially the, you know, the 2019 Urcha demo, night demo that he did. That was the most unreal flight that I've ever seen anybody put together. And so close to the ground, doing reversals on the deck right in front of him. That kid's got it together the whole time. 
it's impressive as can be. Yeah. The, I don't know if you guys saw the flight, but uh, Kyle Stacy put a flight out uh, recently on a Kraken, I believe, three blade. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of videos coming from that. Yeah, from the Modown. Mm -hmm. The head speed on this thing had, it, you know, 2,400 or something. I don't know what it was, 2,300. Remember, it is a three-blade head, so if it sounds like 24, it may not be 24. Well, when he... I, I, I haven't watched the video, so I, I can't You need to comment. go watch the video, dude. When he lifts that model up off the ground and he sets it on the side and he pushes it out, he goes right into that cornfield. <laughs> and as he's going, as, as the blades begin to enter the cornfield, he's clipping the tops of the leaves off. Yeah, I think that's the beans. Or bean field, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I'm floored at, at how fast that happened. And with the level of, of skill that Kyle has, it's just, it was impressive to watch. Very impressive. I don't watch as many videos online as, as I used to because I like going out to the field and watching people fly. But anyway. I like watching people fly that I haven't seen in a while. I think that also is something to try to see improvement. Like just watching Nelson fly today, I haven't seen him fly in a while to be able to see somebody fly that have, I haven't seen, you know, in four or five months and just what the progression is. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be somebody that's super 3D. I just, I like watching somebody if they if if i know they they have difficulty doing tiktoks and i see them doing tiktoks i'm like wow good job pushing yourself on that flight everybody that i saw fly today uh, appeared you know that that they've made progress that they're improving um nelson was improving uh you made the comment today whenever i first started flying he said you something to the effect that big air and fast you some you somehow can can get the model moving at a pace that i i can't even fathom to keep up with i try to keep it in a moderate slow transitional but you have this fast big air maneuver type stuff and those are the type of things that you know i like watching other people fly it's cheap if you crash it doesn't hurt my pocketbook. <laughs> you know, that's rude. <laughs> I'm just saying it's way cheaper if you crash than when I crash. <laughs> yeah, I'll remember that next time. Especially at night fly. It's much easier for me to watch than fly. Hey, guess what's coming up soon? Mm. I would say the ice house. The ice house. I just thought when you said night flying, I'm thinking ice house, a little bit of a segue, you know? Yeah, I've got to <laughs> work on vacation stuff and get that dolled in. I'll be out there, though. That might cost me a little bit, but I got to schedule in that vacation. What day are you going out? At least once, I hope. <laughs> I don't know yet. You better not screw off like you did last year. You went out there on a Thursday and you left on Friday. Yeah, I think I'm going to be 
good on that this year as far as football game kid stuff so we'll see anyway off to top main topic number two we were going to go over the first blades since all three of us have flown them kind of get our input and our opinion on what we liked what we don't like the differences from what we have seen and haven't seen i'll hit up first so first i'll be the first for the first blades <laughs> uh i think the first ones i flew today were the 380 blades i put them on the xl 380 the 200 dollars version hey wait a minute did you buy those no again oh, okay i not bought them <laughs> broken record <laughs> Anyway, I flew them. Kenny was saying that he felt like they were faster off of center. Mm. On the 380, I really didn't feel like that. I felt like on the 380, they flew, they flew well. I think on the 380 size blade, it's really hard to have blades stand out from each other as far as switch to rotor text. Because I currently run rotor text on it, but I've ran switch on it. I've ran aligns on it all those blades kind of feel like they fall in. It's hard to separate the differences of a 380 blade. I would say this blade flew good. It was a little quicker off of center. The model tracked well. The reason why I said that I felt like they were quicker off of center is because now I have an oscillation in the tail that I didn't have before. Oh, I don't know. I have my gain dial pretty good on mine, so I don't really have yeah, I didn't change anything. All I did is just installed and flew. Of course, not today. We were fighting a wind, too. Yeah, we had a 15-mile-an-hour wind. So it, The 380 model flies a lot better because it's so light with low wind conditions. It excels in those type of conditions, not as good in windy conditions just because it doesn't have the weight behind it. But I would say the blades flew really well. I think if... if somebody is interested in trying them i don't think i don't think you won't like them i think they're they're a good blade for that size for the 380 and on the 700 so this was the second flight on the saxos strike seven they're fast off of center i would say they're quicker off of center than what the spin blades were but the overall flip rate doesn't really change, but just a little bit quicker off of center. The stops on the blade, as far as TikToks or hurricane and then pop into a stop, they're not super farty blades. They sound like they stay in track really well. Um, I don't fly too much big air fast type stuff, but hurricane type stuff, the model tracked really, really well. I it did the between the two sets of blades the 380s or the 710s i mean obviously it's i like the 710s better i like the larger model better but it didn't feel like the 710s were slow as far as i i can tell is the 710s were just as fast as any other 690 blade that i've flown in the past as far as fast off of center the 710s felt like you had the floatiness, but you also gained a little bit of quickness off of center. I think they'd be a great smack 3D blade just because they're so fast. 
not so fast, but they're fast enough where it increases your aileron TikTok type of maneuver. And for the price for $105 for a set of 710s is I think a, a great deal. I don't think, I don't think you can beat them for the price. I like the white blade on them. You can see them when you fly. I like to see the disc of the helicopter. Um, it's kind of a, I would call it a crutch of mine. I have to be able to see the disc a little bit. But that's kind of my impression on them. Brent, have you flown yours yet? Yeah, I got one flight on. I have the 690 mains, and then I have the one, I guess it's 115 tails. I'm not mm -hmm. sure what exactly size it was. Yeah, yeah so I, yep, so I flew those today, and I mean, didn't get a whole lot uh, of flying with them, but I mean, for the price, they're really nice blades, and they flew really well. I do have to go through, like I said in my section about my flying, um, I do need to go through my tail gains and mess with that because I think um, got to bring the gains down actually now with the with these blades. But yeah, they flew really well. I really like them. And like you said, they're easy to see. And they're, yeah, I'm pretty impressed so far. I'll try to get more uh, more flights on them next weekend, and then uh, see see if I still like them after that. So, hey, Kenny, are you gonna buy me some five fifties? I bet I bet I know where you can get some at. Because if you are, I'd like to have some twenty five millimeter tow blades too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Twenty five millimeter. I'm sorry, ninety fives. <laughs> okay, it's not a micro. Yeah, they have five fifties for seventy, but seventy dollars. Yeah, I was. I just destroyed a set of five fifties. I, I was looking at the five fifties. It's a good price on the five fifty blades. Um, if I had a five fifty model to try them on, I would consider those. But I do not. As far as my experience with the first. RC blades, the 380s, like I said earlier, I thought they were a little bit twitchy, not twitchier, just faster, not twitchier. Uh, now, again, I'm flying in, in wind that's, it's, uh, you know, 10 to 15 miles an hour, and on a small model, like Richard said, it gets tossed around a bit. So that doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that for that particular setup, I need to make some changes on the uh, Bavarian Demon and tune it a little bit in other words the strike seven uh the first seven ten millimeter blades because that's what i decided to get i thought they were impressive i thought they flew well i thought they tracked well and in, in fast flight slower flight maneuverability wise i went through flips through funnels, all the normal stuff that I do and tried to load it up and then release it to see how quick the blades spin up, you know, see if there's a big overspeed, see if I, if the tail gets loose at any point in time, it did not. I was really impressed with the 710s. Um, and I thought about getting the 690s, but I had talked to Danny and, and 
The uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, the, I went with seven tens. I, After I think flying that, the seven tens, as fast as they are off of center, you're not gaining anything by going to six nineties on those blades. I think the right. seven tens are. Now, I wonder how fast the six nineties are. <laughs> I mean, if you're a, a Smack 3D pilot, the six nineties got to be quick. Sure. And sharp. Well, on 700 size models, I'm used to flying like 716s, the rails. Yeah. Of course, I'm not going to be flying 716s on the strike. The, 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 those are too long. Yeah, that's yeah. why I didn't go with the 710s. I wasn't sure with the 115s if they're, oh, they're fine. clearance. Fine. They're fine. Okay. Yeah, I'll, have fine. To get a, I'll have to get a pair of 710s because I like the... The longer blades, I like I like them better, like the floatier blades. So I'll have to try those too. Well, in both accounts, the, the way that we did it today is I let Richard fly the 685s. So that way he has a feel for the model prior to the first. And then I let him put on the first RC 710 millimeter blades. I, I was expecting that I needed to go in there and make some changes, but at no time did I have to retune. Now, there might have been a little bit of kick in the tail, and maybe I can do a little bit of a pre-comp on that and change that up a bit. But, man, that thing flew good. And, you know, as Richard said, it's my flying style is typically big air, and at times I can carry some speed with the model. Did you carry a lot of speed. <laughs> and <laughs> with that, I, you know, I can, I do some uh, Kenny style, smooth, some, I'll do some things that will load up the model pretty good and then push out or drive it uh, with the intent on getting more speed. And one of these times that may bite me in the back end and. Yeah, you can have an epic crash that. I hope I can get to see because <laughs> that, that sucker goes in at the speed you're flying it around. It's going to be a, it's going to be a yard sale for sure. Yeah, it's not that fast. <laughs> uh, it's, it won't be the first time Richard. Yeah, that's true. And it won't be the last. <laughs> Let's just hope it doesn't happen again for a while, especially yeah, on, that, on that heli. Yeah, well, I, I thought, you know, they're, they're towards the end. I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I wonder if I'm taking this one home today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was flying it a little hot. But it felt good. I mean, I, I don't fly outside the box when I fly some, somewhat, somebody else's heli, but I won't refrain from flying it as my normal helicopter I, I, I would say you were hugging that line pretty tight today <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do i have started to fly a little lower lately a little I'm not really scared of the ground especially with kenny's helicopters yeah that's my point <laughs> i mean if at, at worst case i give him some money i don't have to fix it myself now seriously do you think i would accept money uh it depends for what <laughs> well first off i'm not for sale oh. now is say that that's the whole model etiquette thing is i asked you to fly it so it's my responsibility true it was it was a nice model not to be 
hooting and hollering over it, but with all that gear train that's in that helicopter, there's really not that much of it's it's pretty quiet. The the strike seven is just different. It's it's smooth, it's uh it's quiet. With the spin blades it was a little on the noisier side. With the first RC blades it was quieter. You know, of course it's it's longer blades, so there there is some more uh, inertia there. I noticed a couple of times, you know, just short little autos backing into the runway. The there was lift for a longer period of time. Yeah, it did seem like that a little bit. Yeah, so I was impressed. I I think that I think that first RC has done a great job in in the design of these. I'd like to know a little bit more whether or not there's a safety wire. You should have told me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to find out like that. <laughs> I could have put them to the test. I can't imagine there not being a safety wire in there. Yeah. I need to ask Danny that because I never, I never even thought about it till just now. Yeah. Find out and we'll let you know next episode. So when you order your 550 stuff uh, or your strike, either one, <laughs> I'll probably you, order blades before the strike. Okay, well, order me a set of 115s. Okay. <laughs> oh, you don't have the tail blades? No, I don't. I don't know why I didn't get those earlier. I didn't. They're in my basket right now. In fact, I need to get a set of tail blades from somebody. I I actually thought you were going to sell the strike. Who? You. I thought you were supposed to sell it. Somebody out. had asked me about it, whether or not I wanted to sell it, and I had thought about it briefly, and I just decided against it. I'm just poking fun. Yeah, <laughs> that somebody owes me a set of tail blades, so I'll get them from him eventually. Oh, does he? Yeah, he had some rail main blades with some Curtis Youngblood tail blades on it, and I said, "Man, you really need a matching set on that. I'll trade you some rails for some Curtis tail blades." So. I have some Curtis main blades, but I like to have kind of like an OCD. I like to have the main blades and tail blades match. That's like every episode now. <laughs> I left it in the last one. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> but no, that's about all we have on the first blades. Anybody have anything besides go out and buy a set, guys? Try them. Yeah. Try them out there. You you won't be you won't be disappointed from what I see. They're stellar blades, and the price you can't beat. So yeah, it's one hundred and five dollars for seven tens. Yeah, that's that's cheap nowadays. And thirty dollars for the for the tail blades. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think it's ninety eight dollars for the for the six um, nineties. Yeah. Very true. Good price, good price blades, good guy to deal with, and good guy to support in the hobby. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, hit on buy and sell real quick. I bought a set of 80 centimeter blades again. <laughs> so I bought a set of 800 millimeter MS composites. Why? <laughs> Ashton wanted. I, I saw him for sale and I told him and he's, he said, how much? And I said, there's $60. He said, go ahead and buy them for me. 
Okay. Well, that, that's fine. $60. So eventually he's going to stretch one of his logo 700s to an 800 and fly some of these blades, I hope, at some point. How many logo 700s does he have? Mm, I think he's got one or two flying, possibly. He's got a lot of them. Wow. Yeah. He's going to be flying that machine. He, he, he got a package deal that he worked out a deal with the, somebody and made payments and finally got him paid off and big box of helicopter stuff. Just not the bad way to go. I did pick up a Gowie X5 this week. I'm like the heli broker, it seems like nowadays. <laughs> so a guy had a Gowie X5 on, I think it was Heli Freak for 125 bucks or something. Dang. So That's a good price. He ended up paying like $20 for shipping, and then he had a brand new canopy that he'd sell with it for four, for 40 bucks. So it was like 100 and $75 got a a Gowie X5 airframe formula version so that I am going to sell to the same buddy that bought the blades <laughs> <laughs> I had bought it just because it was one it was one of those deals that is too good to pass up and if I don't use it I can find a friend that can use it so this buddy how many helicopters does he have now too many <laughs> i have no idea i know he has the m2 that we had or you had he's got rjx vector which is a unicorn yeah <laughs> beautiful helicopter though he's got he's got a lot i don't think he's got more than you kenny so i think you'll be okay well my total fleet consists of a 700 xm uh it's completely ready to fly a uh, SAB 570 and a 700. I thought we were uh, going to try to keep the podcast under two hours this time. <laughs> Freedom Edition. I've got a MSH 380, and an XL 380. I have an E5, a 516, a 696, and an M5C. I have the Strike. Uh, what am I missing in there? I've got the XL that I'm building. I've got an Oxy 3 that's new in box. Um, I may actually sell my Oxy 3 new in box. I've been thinking about that. I don't know. We'll see. And that one's not all of this is, uh, they're, they're not all flying, but it's close. Are you done? <laughs> well, let's see. I've got two Ray 450s. There we go. I was saying, you got you missing a bunch of Rays in here. <laughs> I've got a uh, ballistic. I've got a ballistic 620. I've got two EMVs, uh, one nitro variant, one electric variant. See, the, the main reason I picked up that Gowie is about three months ago, somebody posted a Rave EMV nitro for sale for $150. I know. I saw that. And I texted <laughs> the group and told guys, but nobody bought it. So somebody else picked it up. And I was told at that point, if you find a deal like that, purchase it. Somebody within our group will pay you for it. So. And who told you that? Uh, somebody you're selling blades to? No, Carrie told, told that to me. Carrie oh, said, okay. 
Carrie said, if you find one of those again, you just buy it. We'll figure out who who's going to get it. <laughs> and Vince was the same way. Vince said, man, you should have bought that. I would have paid you for it because just the canopy is worth $100. So, so those type of deals I'm not going to pass up on in the future. I'll I have it. a slew of parts for the 450. Oh, I've got two Stingrays. <laughs> Forgot mm. about those. Yeah. I don't have a ton. I've, I've thinned down, but a lot of your stuff you have for other reasons than just keeping them to fly. So, Well, my Curtis stuff, uh, I'm just going to keep it. I don't know that I'll ever get rid of it. I still have, you know, prototypes that uh, I'll never get rid of. There, there's there no value to anybody else at this point in time. But they have sentimental value to me for some reason. So just because I was part of that era, I guess. Yeah, definitely. What I miss. <laughs> Are we done with the uh the fleet? <laughs> the fleet. Yes. So buy and sell looks like Brent has on here. He bought some first mains and tails for the strike seven. So Yep. Talked about that. <laughs> and he might sell a X4 II <laughs> this year. <laughs> this year, yes. Like I said, I'm I'm not in a hurry on it. I just I have the electronics here, but it it's not something that's Yeah. I might wait till <laughs> I have my week off and yeah, get it all boxed up for you. It's no hurry on it. I still have to feel it out and figure out what I'm going to do with it, but I'll figure something out for sure. There's been a bunch of stuff on Facebook with the Modown Heli Fun. You guys want to watch some stuff online? There's, I know Caleb's been on there. I've seen Caleb do some cracking flying. Uh, I spoke to Shannon and Caleb yesterday for a little bit. That boy's getting big. He is. He is. And uh, the thing that we had talked about was the M2V2. So the OMP M2V2. And they are very, very impressed on how that model flies. You need to fly the M2 if you ever get hooked up with Ashton. And just, just to fly it, just to give your opinion on it. I gave you my opinion, but... He's got it tuned up, and he really enjoys flying that. That yeah. Helicopter. I didn't so, like it. <laughs> Kenny, did you you have the the first version or the second version? That would have been Before. the first. Okay. Yeah. I know Ashton had tried to buy a a version two flight controller, and he was going to possibly swap that out, but I'm not sure if he got that done or not. But but I I know he's flying it. He he enjoys it. I didn't like it, but neither here nor there. If they could get the tail authority up where you could do, um, if the tail would hold for my flying style, then I would think it's good. I enjoyed everything that the the Cyclics had. I think the new version you can connect to your phone. 
Is that correct? And you can actually correct. adjust on, on the V2. Parameters. There's some parameters that you can adjust. Not a whole lot, but a few. Now they were telling me that on the on that one right there that it'll do anything the big ones will do. So hurricanes. Oh yeah. The model tracked well. I just lacked the tell authority. Not to interrupt you. Go ahead. I'll show. No, you. that's all right. I'm used to being interrupted. <laughs> I was waiting for you to talk so I could interrupt you again. No, I'm not doing it again. Crony. <laughs> uh, you hosed me. I'm done. Nice. Screw it. It's not the first time I host somebody. So for events, we have the Southwest Heli Rodeo. I need to do some research on events and not just have the two events up here. But we have the hey, there's South the Ice House event coming up too. So we have the Southwest Heli Rodeo, <laughs> November 12th and 15th. At the TRCC field. Yep. And we have Apache Pass. We have the Ice House Fun Fly, which is going to be a helicopter, 3D airplane, uh, sport airplane event. It's always a ham. It's a lot of fun. We're looking right now. It's looking like it's going to be a big event. We may have 20 to 30 helicopter pilots at least. And the airplane guys are talking like they may break 100, 150 people. So, well, they've broke 150 people a couple of times already. Yeah, so it's a it's a really nice event. I'm gonna have to break yeah. out my my scooter and stuff so I can drive my scooter around. Do you still have that thing? Oh yeah, I'm keeping some success 5000 batteries for it just just for that purpose. I awesome. need to get some tubes for the tires. Tires are all flat, but I still have it. It's great for events. Any type of scooter, non-walking type thing. Don't want to awesome. be driving my car around again. Didn't really work out so well last last year. <laughs> and I'm not going to be pulling any light trailers either. <laughs> the light trailers for events has been a a bad omen for everybody i know yeah. normally people that take and take the light towers out and take them back they usually get in a wreck or they get a speeding ticket <laughs> or both or both one year we had a guy get both of them i was like that was me by the way it's oh just, no it's just a it's always been that way it's always something happens or it ends up being one person and they have to go back and forth like five times to take each light tower back by themselves. But now it's every bit of, it, it's worth $400 or however much they, they charge to drop them off and pick them up. Yeah, that's true. I don't think in your case, it might've been worth it. <laughs> uh, don't even yeah. get a laugh. <laughs> yeah, mine was very, very expensive. Neither here nor there. But that's about all we have. Do you guys have anything? I looked at the listener emails. I have no listener emails. So so I have a question for Brent. Yes. He has in here, would like to try a three-digi out possibly. Yeah. So did you order one yet? Not yet. Because I just ordered the blades. So. <laughs> 
I don't know about the three digi. Javier had him for a while, and he was hot and heavy on him. Javier. Javier from, from the was it full pitch? Okay. Yeah, it okay. used to be full pitch, and now he's on. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. I get the two confused all, all the time. Skids up. Yeah, skids, skids up. up. Yeah. Okay. But he he was into him, and you have to tune that fly barless. It there's no like, or there used to not be any like presets. But I could be oh, completely wrong because I've never owned one, so don't listen to anything I have to say. <laughs> but I would like to try one too at some point. I'm not gonna like jump out there right now. I've got my hands full with the brains. Yeah, and that's what I have going on. So. Yeah, I might pick one up just to try it out. So I wanted to touch on one thing that I forgot just to go back. Um, so I had some brains that some brain fly barless units that I, that I was having problems with. One of them, I got new slash used unknown con- condition and I was doing setup on the bench and it was doing some funny stuff. And it comes to find out the serious Bluetooth module that I was using was getting really hot and I actually smoked a fly wireless unit. It didn't like let out the smoke, but it completely stopped working. It was doing all kinds of erratic stuff. So if you guys are using that serious Bluetooth, I bought another one just because I'm cheap. I think at this point it may be worth it just to buy the actual icon or brain Bluetooth module because I pretty much wasted a fly wireless unit, I think. But definitely don't leave it plugged in all the time and then make sure it's not getting hot because if it's getting hot, then it's pulling current through the fly wireless controller itself, which is not a good thing. So with the, the brain, don't you have integration with the radio, your jetty? I do. I was using it on a 470L with the DX7 for uh, a buddy Vikram. You went backwards. Yeah. Vikram just needs to get a jetty radio. That would make my life a lot easier. (laughs) Is there still one for sale that Uh, you're aware of? I believe it hasn't been sold yet. Did you mention that to Vikram? No, I I don't know if Vikram's willing to drop $600 plus on a radio at this point. Well, you don't know. It'll be $600, do you? Yeah. It's a nice radio. So this is a shout out to the individual that has this radio that I'm sure is going to listen to this show. Send us a, a dollar amount of what you want for that radio. Yeah, because we've got a couple people that are interested. We yeah. don't know what you want exactly. I'm sure he'll listen to it before anybody. We spend a week and a half doing edits, and then you put the podcast up, and an hour and a half later, people were like, we're done. Nice show. I'm like, <laughs> I spent 30 plus hours doing edit and people are like an hour and a half. I'm done. <laughs> Can't you just drag it out a little bit? Yeah. When, when uh, I call Richard and it's a week after the show and I asked him, I said, how far did you get on the podcast? He said, well, I'm about an hour into it and he's only got an hour and, well, it was it was two and a half hour show whenever we did it. Yeah, it was well worth it though. I yeah. complain a lot, but 
You know, you just need to get faster and quit screwing around. Just get it done. <laughs> yeah. You can only listen to it so fast. Like you can speed it up on the listen, but I like to listen to it three or four times just because I love to listen to Kenny's voice. There you go. The 16 IZ looks really nice. It does. I told you. There's no antennas sticking up. Man, if they can get this model under the $900 range, it might be a game changer. It's a nice, nice radio. Anyway, yep. anybody have anything else? I don't think so. Get out of here. No, I'm done. I'm going to order some Mikado parts and fix this logo back up and hopefully get my battery tray to click in a little bit better so I don't have this happen again. Is that before or after you order the strike? <laughs> order I was some, waiting for it, Kenny. going to order some blades. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm not going to order? What's that? 115s. <laughs> yeah, you're a turd. At least I'm a good turd. But anyway... That's about all we have. If Brent wants to take us out on the other podcast, and I want to give a big thanks to the other podcast for getting stuff out this week. I enjoyed having something to listen to again. Yeah, it was it was a good week for podcasts this week. Yeah, yeah it was. Them. Yeah, so we want to say thanks to the Heliheads, Skids, Yard Sale, Gucci, and Fence Post. Uh, Freefall RC with Kevin, Steve, Andy, and George. Skids Up with Paul, Frank, and Javier. The BK Podcast with Bert and Kyle. Telerotor with Rich, Michael, Robert, and Mike. Inverted Down Under with Ozzy Mozzie and Jeff Smart. The RC Element with Todd. And last but not least, Bill Ann YouTube. Yeah, I saw Inverted Down Under came out with a new podcast this week. That was They did, yeah. I haven't got to start that one yet. So I haven't either. I have to yeah. I have to get to that one next. It's going to be top on my list this week. If I can get the Bluetooth of my car working better. So if one of you guys need to get a hold of me, you can contact me on Facebook. It's Houdini RC Heli. If you want to email me, email me at Houdini RC Heli at gmail.com. Or if you want, you could shoot me a message on Facebook messenger at Richard Spiegel RC. And I'm in the forums as R Spiegel. If you want to hit me up there, that works extremely well because it, when I'm at work, I can check my Heli Freak and Run Rider. I typically check Run Rider throughout the night sometimes. Kenny, if they want to get a hold, hold of you, uh, they can reach me at uh, rcnuts at gmail.com. Uh, Kenny S on the forums, Heli Freak and Run Rider, and uh, Kenny Sierra on Facebook. And Brent? Uh, you can reach me at uh, Brent Gottlieber on Facebook and also on Heli Freak as Teacher Brent. And if you need to get a hold of Kerry, just Google Kerry Snyder. He said he's everywhere, but on the podcast. We'll have him on again. He yeah, may not he's be got a, personal things. He may not be a like, a week to week person, but I definitely will continue to pull him on here as I can. I know he bought a new helicopter the other week that he forgot to mention on the podcast. What was that? Uh, he bought the, 
Um, how can I say this? He bought the gout, not the, he bought, how am I going to say this? He bought the goblin hoe. The whole goblin. He picked up a 420 goblin. Oh, really? Yeah, the one that's kind of been around a little bit. Uh, 420 goblin is a great flying model. Yeah, you should know because it used to be yours. <laughs> <laughs> Did he buy that one from Westbrook? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Which I was surprised too because Mike liked that helicopter a lot. So I was very surprised. But so now it has found its permanent home. Carrie now has it. It will not go anywhere for a while. I don't know. I've tried to get something back from Carrie and I can't even get him to budge. Oh, no. Nope. It's almost like Curtis Youngblood book. <laughs> it's like a Curtis Youngblood book. You're, you're not going to get that one out of my hands. I agree with that. Sounds good. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. We'll have another one out in two weeks. We kind of push on this two weeks a little bit. We may have to skip as the holidays start ramping up or events start ramping up a little bit, but for the most part, we'll be here every two weeks between Monday and Wednesday. I'll put the edit out Wednesday as if it was hard and Monday, if it was easy, I shoot for Monday morning, but you know how it goes sometimes. But anyway, that's all I have guys. Stay in the box. Be safe. See you guys. See you. Have a good week guys. Later. The The Three's Company. It's almost like the Three Stooges. <laughs>